Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Meet the Candidates. I'm your host, John Grabowski. Just a friendly reminder that Election Day is Saturday, April 27th, so please go out and vote. Joining me today on the show is a candidate for the school committee, and it's Rich Greer. Rich, thanks for joining us here well, today. Thanks for having me here. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So before we get into the school committee issues and things like that, talk about who is Rich Greer. Well, I've uh, been a resident of this town since 1972. Um, it receives all of my education. Uh, I went to Ames Way, went to Grace Rider, then I went to Furnacebrook, then Marshfield High. And uh, uh, my father was actually a teacher at Martinson Middle yeah. School back when it was a middle school. Uh, my mother was a nurse. I have six kids. Two of them have already gone through Marshfield schools. I have two in the high school right now, one in Furnacebrook and one in Daniel Webster. Um, so, school committee, how long have you been on the school committee? I've been five years. Um, I, I ran five years ago in a special election, um, and I ran unopposed for re-election uh, three years ago. So, uh, and here I am running for re-election again. So, what, are, what have been some of the accomplishments over, over that time period? Well, I think one of the, one of the bigger ones is um, I, I was part of the group that rewrote all of our policies. Uh, to, to get them in line with, with uh, you know, at the time, 2017. Um, and, and just to make, make it a lot easier for the folks that work within the district to operate. Okay. Um, you know, that that's one of the big ones. Uh, other big accomplishments, I've been on the, the contract negotiation team um, for, or the school committee rep for that um, through two iterations of, of contract negotiations. Um, it, I've worked on uh, some the unfunded mandate subcommittees, mm -hmm. um, and we, we've made some progress there as far as as far as removing some of these unfunded mandates that the states put on us. You mentioned a few subcommittees. What are some of the subcommittees you've been on over that time period? Well, I've been on on safety subcommittee. I've been on capital budgets. I've been on uh, everyone we have actually, um, <laughs> unfunded mandates, uh, safe schools. Wow. Uh, yeah, so the, the list goes on and on and on. I won't bore you with the details. That's, but. that's fine. <laughs> so what are some of the things that you've learned between you know, when you first started and now? What, one of the things I, I, um, I say the biggest thing is, is not to make an emotional response. Okay. Um, we, we have incidents that come up all the time, mm -hmm. and we, we can't have knee-jerk reactions to these things. We, we have to take a deep breath, wait a little while, make an informed decision on what's actually happening without... The, the emotion in the background. Yeah. What's, what's probably been the biggest change to the school system since you, know, since you got involved? Well, one of the biggest things right here was sitting in the right. studio in the new high school. Um, that, that happened, I, I wasn't a part of that up mm -hmm. front, but I ended up coming in on the tail end mm -hmm. uh, to provide this education environment for, for the kids. Um, another big change is, is the way we're funded as a right. town. We're, we're grossly underfunded really? based on the state model. Um, we're, we're receiving less and less as, as the years go on. Um, so we, we have to be creative in some of the ways that we, that we uh, make ends meet. What do you mean by the way we're, we're underfunded? Well, the state changed their funding model. So okay. uh, before Marshfield was a little bit overfunded, yeah. great for us. Um, and then they took a second look at that, and now the, um, the, the model that they use, uh, they give us less money. So, um, I mean, essentially what funds us is the, the state receipts, which is the state funding. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have town receipts, speech right. stickers, so on and so forth, and then property tax. Right. So, um, you know, we, we try to work within our means so as we're not pricing everybody out of mm -hmm. the town and providing the, the best quality education we can for our students. Right. So why have you decided to seek re-election? I, I, um, the reason I want re-election is I, I believe I still add value to the committee. Um, 
this is an opportunity for me, for me to give back to the town that I grew up in. Uh, I have no political aspirations above right. and beyond this. Um, so so um, uh, it's also important the skill set that I bring to the table. Right? We have five members on the committee. We all have very distinct skill sets. Um, and, and some of them overlap, which was good. So right now we have a very high-performing team. Uh, because of the way we look at things. And we don't just rubber stamp things because of our viewpoints. We, um, and there is no quid pro quo. We discuss things, we learn from each other, and then make the right decision. Um, I feel as though I still add value to that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I bring a business and science perspective yeah. to that, um, which, which is good. And, and that's something that not all of the other members have. And combined, I think we're doing the best for our town. Talk to me what goes on uh, in regards to, you know, all the work that goes on behind the scenes. It's not just that you're not just showing up on two Tuesdays a month and you're all set. There's a lot of prep work that goes on behind the scenes. So talk well, about that. Well, a lot of prep work. Prep work. So we, um, the, all of the subcommittees, uh, e each one of us is on a school council, at least one school council. Some mm -hmm. members are on two. Um, we, we try to attend uh, all of the events within the district. Um, and also just the subcommittees uh, themselves, we have... Um, you know, that, that takes up a lot of hours during yeah. the month. Um, we, we have some subcommittees that look at nothing other than how do we make our, uh, find efficiencies in our budget, right? For example, that's a lot of work. Yeah. When, when you have a 50, I'm gonna round it up to $50 million, mm -hmm. but it's different than, than managing a $2,000 checking account, Absolutely. right? There's a lot of moving parts and a um, lot of opportunity for waste and failure actually mm -hmm. within that. Well, Civics 101 here uh, that we do with all the candidates. In your words, what's the role of the school committee? Well, the role of the school committee is to, uh, and, and I hope Jeff Granatino is not listening to this, but we hire and terminate the superintendent. Um, we, we set policy mm -hmm. or, or affect policy, and then we set the budget. So those are, those are the biggest things we do. Okay. Um, recently, the school committee discussed changing graduation requirements. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, it's funny you bring that up. I'm actually on the school council for the high school, and when I read the agenda, my, my face turned red, my blood was boiling because of the way it was worded. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I called up uh, Bob Cuther, and within 30 seconds, I was sold on the whole, uh, on the whole plan. So what it is is we found, uh, or I shouldn't say we, they, uh, being the group that looked into this, found that our students were at a disadvantage really? when applying to college. Uh, universities only care about one, two, and three in your class. They don't care anything beyond that. They don't care if you're a fourth. Um, what they say is, what, what percentile are you? Are you in the top 5%, top 10%, top 20%? And that's the information that you would provide to the university that you're applying to. Mm -hmm. um, now, we, we still have available the, the, the ability to say, okay, you're number 23 in your class. Um, but the college doesn't care. Some do. Right. Some do, so we, we can provide that upon request. Um, so above and beyond that, we've, we've also changed the way we grade okay. because we weren't in line with the rest of the world. Really? We had our own little unique uh, grading system. Hmm. So it, it didn't really, um, when the universities look at that, it, it didn't really make sense to them. Hmm. So we, we've, we benchmarked against a bunch of other towns as well as universities and found out wh what is it that, that we need to provide the schools. So we've gone to a five-point uh, grading system. We've separated AP from honors classes, okay. uh, level one, level two. Mm -hmm. um, so if you were a straight-A student in each one of those, you would, you would have different point scores between four and five. Okay. Um, <clears throat> some of the other things we did, uh, oh, back to the class standing, uh, actually this year's sophomore class will not receive their class standing. 
Um, uh, you wouldn't believe how much stress is, is put on these kids. Uh, th that was another point that right. I wanted to make. Um, bullying even, you know, bullying is yeah. always a big problem, mm -hmm. but when, when you're in competition for, you know, number 10 or number nine, mm -hmm. and you can't, you know, the parents don't want you talking to that, that person because they're one standing ahead of you. Right. And, yeah, and, 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 or you might end up being number 100 and, oh, we can't hang out with that person because, right. yeah. So it, it, um, yeah, it, it helps re alleviate some of that stress. And actually, um, we weren't going to do this until this incoming freshman class next year. The sophomores that were on, on that committee requested that they not get it because it was just too much stress for them to, to actually know where they stood. Yeah. You you said you said you have kids in high school. When you mentioned this time, were they were they thrilled, ecstatic, or was it? Um, actually, I have one that's a senior. He already knew his class standing, and he just shrugged his shoulders. Was, that's a good idea. <laughs> and my sophomore didn't care. Hmm. Um, so oh, and the other thing we did too uh, was we changed the GPA. So we okay. we have a a GPA which is of core courses, and that's what universities look at. Right. They don't care, about, unless you go into an art school, they don't care about art, right. they don't care about music, mm -hmm. and some of these electives yeah. that you take. Now, we have a combined GPA, which is, uh, that determines whether you're an honor society, not an honor society. Mm -hmm. uh, some people excel at what we offer for electives, rather than math, English, history. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that gives students every opportunity to be successful. We, we've, uh, and then, especially applying to university, it, it's misleading if you have a GPA of 4.3 and the college says you, you need a 4.0 to get in, and you apply and they reject you because if you're looking at English, math, and history, your real GPA was 3.2. Right. Um, so, so by doing this, we, we give the students a better chance, the ones going to, to university, okay. to, uh, you know, to get in. Okay. Every race has, say, air quotes, hot button issues. In your mind, what's the, the hot button issue of the school committee race? Um, I, I haven't heard anything around town. I mean, to, to me, it's budget. Uh, we're, we're um, and, and not, not to assess blame to anybody, but it's just a, a situation that we're in. We, we requested a, a number mm -hmm. from the town this year, uh, and at, at the last joint meeting, the advisory board came back with roughly 1.1 million less than what we need. Um, as a result, I held a, a budget workshop last week, and we were able to um, make things work w within the number they gave us, uh, but we're, we're essentially having to kick the can until next year. Hmm. Um, we can only do that so long before everything right. you know, crumbles around us. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say budget is, is the biggest thing. When we get into special ed, we have a phenomenal special ed director. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't see that as a hot button issue. She's right on top of everything. Um, really, really good replacement for Sue Dupuy, mm -hmm. who recently left. Um, it, you know, I'd say overall, special ed and budget are going to be the biggest things. And I believe special ed is under control. The budget concerns me uh, moving forward. Right. What's the current state of the Marshfield Public Schools? I, I think we're, we're in um, really good standing right now. We have phenomenal educators, phenomenal administrators. Um, I have nothing but great things. For me, I'm actually proud to be part of this. I'm honored that the town let me be on this team. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I'm just happy to be in a position where I can facilitate everybody's success. Um, it, you know, as a, as a member of the committee. Um, you know, I, b I believe uh, actually I was on the committee that that hired our current superintendent. Yeah, 
um, great. So you missed that in the accomplishments. Well, I, I, I did. I, I didn't want to take single credit for it, but it's you know, a team effort. It, it's a team effort for that. Um, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer. I was part of the the group that that extended his contract, mm -hmm. um, which is another accomplishment in itself. Yeah. It, it's hard. Uh, it's hard to recruit and retain good help. Right. Right. You can recruit for an interview, but the retention is, yeah, is a big absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Um, so you know, from the top down, I believe we, we have we have a great staff. Um, you know, I'm very excited to have my kids in the school system. Mm -hmm. They learn so much. Um, you go around the different elementary schools, and they all have their little unique things, but they're all on the same page, okay. also. Um, so what's yeah. so what'll be one thing they the school does really well at, and what's something that hey we would, we wish we could be better at this at? Well, I I, uh, <laughs> I don't know if we have enough time to talk about what they do well. Um, when I ran the first time, I ran on compliments, mm -hmm. you know, and and we obviously have areas we want to sustain, um, areas we want to continue the improvement uh, that you know the the prior committees and the prior administrators mm -hmm. have uh, laid out for us. I think one of our um, you know, one of the good things we have going is we, we still offer a somewhat diverse education where we, we offer a little bit of the VOTEC mm -hmm. as well as the traditional uh, courses. Right. I'd like to see some more VOTEC worked into that. Yeah. Um, the, the folks in the system are, you know, working towards that little mm -hmm. by little. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the things I think we need improvement on is, is understanding of the budget <laughs> as a gotcha. whole, right? Um, but we... we um, I don't see negatives. I just see areas that we want to continue that, improvement. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. What I was look, that's what I was going for. I was looking for negatives, but more. Yeah, you know, hey, I have no negatives about right. this system. That's fantastic. Yeah. So if you're reelected, there's three people running for two seats. What's the one thing that you really want to work on? Um, as far as with whoever gets on there? Well, in general, what's the one thing that, you know, if Rich Greer is reelected to the school committee, it's the thing that you want to work on? Um, it, this goes back to budget. You know, I, I think it, all the other stuff we, we, we continue on, but the budget really, really scares me uh, where we are right now. And, and again, this, it, it's no one's fault. It's just, the, the, it's just life, right? Um, so I think we need, we need to, or you know, whether I'm elected or not elected, the, you know, the next committee needs to, to take a deep dive into the budget mm -hmm. and, and make things work so that we can offer our students more. How is the budget created? I mean, it's not just, you guys just don't pull a number out of thin air and go to you know, town hall and say, this is what we need to run the schools. How is, how is that formula and how long does it take to get that budget together? Well, Tom, Tom Miller, who's the uh, assistant superintendent of, um, uh, I'm gonna misstate it. But Business and finance? <laughs> Business and finance, yeah. Um, so uh, Tom works on this year round, yeah. uh, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, it, you know, a great asset for our, for our uh, district. So Tom works on this year round. Essentially, we're going to have our fixed costs, which you know, building overhead, uh, salaries, yeah. right, which, which is quite a bit of our budget. Um, and it, you, you can predict probably three percent increase on utilities, things mm -hmm. like that, right? So you, you have a rough number there. We have maintenance. Um, so whatever we need to to fit into maintenance, mm -hmm. we have we constantly have curriculum changes. Absolutely, it, it's unbelievable the amount of mandates that the state throws. <laughs> what one year we had in excess of thirteen hundred mandates that we had to comply with. I don't know who has time to write thirteen hundred mandates, but um, it, it's little things like that, and, and it's all these hidden costs because each one of those has touch points which cost mm -hmm. money uh, that's not in our budget, right? Um, transportation costs, fuel mm -hmm. increases. Um, you know things like that. So we rough out a budget, and then um, we, we have each each principal will prepare a wish list. Right. What do you want? 
So we have some are have to have, some are like to haves. Mm -hmm. We can buy, we compile that, throw it on, throw it a number. Uh, we have a really, really good um, uh, relationship with with um, both Mike Morosco as, as well as the board of selectmen, mm -hmm. DPW. So we all work together to to, uh, to try to get this going. And then yeah, as time goes on, you you have your initial budget. Yeah. The number goes down. The number goes down. Um, and then we agree on something mm -hmm. at the end, and that gets put forth at town meeting. Right. Um, I know you've been out campaigning, so what have you been hearing from people as you've been out, out and about? I've been getting pretty positive feedback. Um, it, it's funny, the biggest comment I get, and I had mentioned it earlier about the vocational education, is um, some of the folks would like us to get into uh, social votech. Right. We do have a number of students there now, but be, be part of that. And we're currently evaluating that and, and looking if that's in the best interest of the district. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, if people want to find out more about you, is there somewhere they can go? Um, well, I do, I do have, uh, I have a page on Facebook. Excellent. Um, and, and I have a political page as well as my personal page. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And we always try to end the show with, with fun questions. A lot of times on the show we get into these really hard, deep topics. And so we try to end the show with some fun. So just to prepare you here. So what's something about you that people may not know? What's a Rich Greer fun fact? Uh, I play violin. Really? I do. Yes. I uh, yeah. I started in in Ames Way. I had Candace Niffin as a violin teacher and uh, played all the way through senior year of high school. Excellent. Actually, did the Sumsbud districts, wow. New England's, all of that. Yeah. If we were to take your phone or whatever you used to play music, what would we find on it? Oh, you would find a mix. I have uh, <laughs> oddly enough, there's a couple disco songs on there. <laughs> um, I have bluegrass, I have classical, and I have metal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And last but certainly not least, why are you the best candidate? I believe I'm the best candidate because I, I have the most experience of, of anybody out there right now. Um, I went from being the, the youngest, most junior member overnight to being the oldest, most senior member. Right. Um, I, I, I firmly believe the school committee needs somebody with ex experience. Uh, and the, there's other folks there with experience. But I, I, I think that the drastic change, if we would have two new members, um, and, and not, not to, I'm not gonna right. pick favorites or anything, but to have two new members is very difficult to operate. Um, it, there's a big learning curve yeah. uh, to being on the school committee. And even after you go on, you have to go to a class on, you know, for being on the school committee. Wow, really? uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they t talk a little bit about the law, a little bit mm. about the roles and responsibilities of school committee. But I, I, I literally spent um, a year prior to running, I went, I attended meetings. It was a little more than a year. And I just saw what they did, um, how they went about things. And even when I was, my first year, I would just ask questions mm -hmm. um, and just soak in information. Fortunately, I had some, some great yeah. teachers. Um, so I, I'd like to be able to pass that on, uh, you know, to, and, and not change the group drastically, but bring in one every couple of years. Right. Uh, and then the other folks, it'll be, there'll be a point in time where it's time for other people to run the school committee. Right. Yeah. Well, Juan, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, I wish you the best of luck over the next few weeks as we head into Election Day. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And that's all the time we have to meet the candidates. Until next time, make it a great day.